Episode 2, The Perfect Candle. Welcome to Catholic Family Stories. We are Joseph and Maureen Scordato, your hosts. Today, our family would like to share with you a tale of two votive candles. You may have seen such candles when you walk into a church. There is usually a rack of candles off to the side. My children love to give a small donation, light one, and then say a prayer for someone in need. The light of the candle continues to burn long after we've left, reminding others to pray for our intentions along with their own. We decided to share this story as we near the feasts of All Saints and All Souls Day as a reminder that death is only the beginning of a beautiful eternity for those who humbly enter into that dynamic life of abandonment to Christ. He who died for us and gathers us into his heart of joy. The Perfect Candle by Joseph Scordato There once were two votive candles. One was rather ordinary, but the other was astoundingly perfect in every way. Its wick was straight and centered just right. Its color was beautiful alabaster. It even had an extraordinary fragrance. So noticeable was this candle that the sacristan could not bring himself to unwrap the cellophane from it. He placed it on the top of the votive rack for all to see. The ordinary candle was positioned on the bottom rack, where only the children would light it. They would not notice its dull color and other imperfections. Well, the perfect candle was very pleased that it was admired and respected, as was proper to its good looks. Poor little ordinary candle! If only you could see my view from here! If you could know what it is like to be so straight, so perfectly crafted, so pure in complexion, I am the favored one. The sacristan has reserved me for some special purpose. The perfect candle paused to allow its elation to subside for a moment. Poor little ordinary candle. I am almost brought to tears when I see you. Perhaps my beautiful fragrance will attract more admirers, and they might notice you and put a little extra money in the donation box to afford more, higher quality candles like me. The ordinary candle smiled sheepishly. Oh, I do so look forward to when a child comes and lights me. I have heard their prayers are extra special to God. Oh, children! (laughs) The perfect candle chuckled and whispered to itself. Perhaps I will be noticed by the bishop himself and requested to return with him to a place of honor in the cathedral. A small boy did stop and looked with awe at the flaming heart of Jesus exposed in the statue of Christ, the sacred heart 
standing behind the candle rack. A child ran to his father and towing him in hand brought him to the candle rack and pointed. Daddy, can I please light a candle? Um, well... The father hesitated. I brought my own money. I will pray that you find a good new job. The father smiled as a small tear welled up in his eye. He kissed his son on the head and gave him a strong embrace from behind. That would be nice. The little boy removed two small coins from his pocket and placed them into the slot at the box affixed to the front of the rack. He then pulled a slender wooden stick from the tray of sand in front of him. His father helped him light it with a lighter since none of the candles in the rack had been lit as of yet. The boy lit the ordinary candle directly in front of him. Its wick flamed bright and the wax immediately began to pool at the base of the wick. The little boy and his father prayed. The ordinary candle smiled and joined in the moment with all its being as it abandoned itself to this prayer. The perfect candle once again looked down upon the ordinary candle and exclaimed in uncomfortable disbelief. <clears throat> oh dear. <clears throat> oh, this is disturbing. Look what's happening to you. It watched throughout the day and night that followed, horrified at the candle's continued disfigurement. Poor simpleton, pitied the perfect candle. It actually seems to be joyful in some odd way. Eventually, the perfect candle watched in revulsion as the ordinary candle finally burned out, melting away into nothingness. The perfect candle was stunned. One thing's for sure. That cannot happen to me. I was made for beauty, not incineration. Months passed, and somehow the perfect candle managed not to get lit. Once a tall man tried to light it. But fortunately, thought the candle... The flaming match caught the draft from a nearby window. The tall man eventually gave up after several attempts. Perhaps I am resistant to fire. It is a divine sign. God himself does not want such an ideal creation to be harmed in any way. One cold winter day after years had passed, the sacristan noticed this candle and surprised it was still there. Its cellophane had become covered in dust. Its once white color had yellowed. Embarrassed for allowing the votive rack to seem lacking in maintenance, he promptly threw the perfect candle into the trash bin behind the church. The cold instantly cracked the candle, who was so used to the warmth of the votive rack. Later that evening, passing rat took a bite of it, but promptly spit out the stale chunk. The next day, the candle found itself transported and thrown into the abyss of the landfill. Buried in the darkness and cold, the candle thought about that simple-minded, ordinary candle it once pitied. How? How was that candle joyful while it was being 
destroyed by the flame. It recalled the simple candle's last moments before it disappeared completely. Then the question haunted it. Where had that candle went? There was nothing left of it. It was then, in the dark and cold, that the perfect candle realized that its companion had been transformed into pure light. It was a light that could be seen for miles. It was a light that no cold or darkness could overcome. It had become the light of a prayer that reached straight to the throne of heaven. Rejoice in your suffering. Let it become a prayer for another. Today's story was The Perfect Candle, as read by our children. Mary Kathleen was your narrator. Emily played the perfect candle. Christiana was the ordinary candle. Nicholas played the young boy. And Joseph, my husband, played the father. We invite you to consider your own willingness to abandon yourself to God in joy, even if it entails suffering. We are all created for eternity. Please don't spend it hardened and alone in self-adoration or fear, but rather fly to the heart of God, selfless and one with Him who made us for heaven. Let us pray together. Loving Father, you have created us through your deep love. Not one of us is beyond your endearment, your strong and penetrating care. You have made us as you desire us to be, to best be able to know and embrace your love intimately and free, particularly in what we too often consider imperfections. Release us from our habits of pride and destructive images of ourselves that prevent us from opening our arms to you in this embrace of life everlasting in the heart of the Trinity. We give you our life, our good, our bad, our fears, our joys, and lay it confidently, without reserve, into your hands. You who made us and know us to remain with you forever. Amen. From my family to yours, may God bless you. Our meditation music is Brother's Son Dances by Emerald Wind. <laughs>